Hi, I'm your host, Matt Stauffer, and this is episode 80 of the 5-Minute Geek Show, a twice-weekly show about development and everything around it. It's one topic per episode about front-end, back-end, mobile, project management, design, entrepreneurship, whatever. If it's geeky, it fits. Today, we are going to be talking about your motivation, your impetus, your goals in doing anything, but especially doing side projects and things that you're doing outside of your normal job. So uh, I have a lot of side projects. I have a lot of friends who have a lot of side projects. And and this morning, actually, my friend and coworker Adam Wathen just released his Refactoring to Collections book, which is fantastic. AdamWathen.me slash refactoring dash two dash collections. It's really, really good stuff. And one thing that I, I noticed and I wanted to talk about is the difference between how he went about publishing his book and the way I'm going about publishing my book. So his book is a self-published book. He actually kind of hand-generated a PDF generator from um, from Markdown documents. Uh, everything's done on his own. He's selling it through Gumroad. He's not even using the kind of classic self-published things like LeanPub. He's basically doing everything on his own, and he's making a maximum amount of money. He does a lot of really smart thinking about uh, the different tiers that people can buy. Um, and my guess is that he's going to make more money off of that book. Um, that's not my guess. That that he will absolutely make a significant amount of money more than what I make off of the book that I'm publishing through O'Reilly, which is going to be you know nearly 300 pages. It's going to be twice as long. I've been working on it for you know coming up on a year. It's through a major publisher. And so you look at that and you say, well, why would anybody? ever choose to publish through a major publisher if you can self-publish? Well, first of all, Adam has to do some work that I don't have to do. For example, he had to create his own landing page, although I'll make my own landing page anyway. He had to sign up through Gunroad. O'Reilly will handle all that through for me. Um, he had to figure out who's going to do his editing. I have an editor. Um, you know, So there's a lot of work that he has to do on his own um, that I don't have to do. But the, the primary reason for me when people, because a lot of people advised me when I was first thinking about writing Laravel up and running, they said, you should self-publish. Some people I love and respect, you know, direct message me on Twitter said, do it on your own. You're going to make way more money. You'll probably make five, six, seven times as much money. And I definitely considered it. Um, but the thing that I had realized is for me is what is my purpose for writing this book? And and that's uh, that's something we should all consider as a metric that helps us make decisions uh, when we're kind of faced with some kind of a conflict. So in this particular thing, I was faced with a conflict. Do I self-publish or do I publish the traditional publisher? And then I had to ask, what are my goals? What's my vision? What's my purpose here? Now, one of my visions and purposes is education, right? I just, I just love teaching people. I love seeing people come on board to new technologies and have resources that makes it easier to do that. And I especially love doing that for Laravel. Like they, I think it's a great technology and I want people to do it. But both of those options would meet that particular goal. So strike that one as a deciding factor. What are some other goals? Well, I would love to see um, Laravel kind of move forward in areas it's not moving forward. I would also love to see Titan uh, get a name there. And I'd like to, um, you know, for us to be further advanced and people knowing, hey, this is a place to go to get solid Laravel development work. I'd, I'd love to have something associated with my name that's something other than a number of Twitter followers, something that will mean nothing in 10 years, right? Like I'd love to, you know, have the opportunity to be a published author. Okay, well, those aren't my only goals, but let's just pick those three goals. Which of the options advances that better, right? Well, O'Reilly, uh, I've grew up with O'Reilly books. I've got O'Reilly books in my, you know, next to my bed at my bedstand right now. Uh, so being associated with O'Reilly is a really good way to associate myself as someone who knows what they're doing. And, and that's something that's going to stick around in 10 years, right? Uh, that's one thing. I actually forget what the other two were. But basically, like, outside of teaching people, my goals are 
less focused on me getting an immediate payback from writing this book, and they're more focused on the way that the impacts that writing this book are going to make on me, on the Laravel community, on my company. Um, and oh yeah, one of the other ones was um, sorry, one of the other ones was seeing Laravel go forward. Well, O'Reilly has a market that I absolutely don't have. Right, o- O'Reilly has this connection to uh, enterprise and academia and all these groups that like that tend to not be the folks who are following me on Twitter or going to conferences that I speak at or something like that. So this is an opportunity to see Laravel go forward in a place that it wouldn't otherwise. So as I look at those criteria, uh, those criteria are extremely well met by publishing through O'Reilly and not as well met by self-publishing. Now, if my number one criteria, and there's nothing wrong with this, was to make a book and get paid for it as a like a career type thing or as like a, hey, you do work and you get paid for it, then I would not have chosen to go with O'Reilly because O'Reilly's taking a very large cut of what I'm doing. But since those are my goals and there's more of my goals, I was able to kind of analyze them and say, no, O'Reilly is the right fit for this one. Maybe some other book down the road, I'll go differently. So that's the quick story about me. The the higher level kind of message here is you you need to have some guiding and motivating factors for everything you're doing so that when a conflict arises, you have the ability to weigh that conflict and the pros and cons or the two different sides or whatever ends up being of that conflict against your vision, against your goals and against your values. And so the same thing works for our company when we come up with some kind of conflict or do we hire this person or how do we interact with this difficulty with this client or whatever. We need something, some metrics that we can use to make those kind of analyses. You know, how are we going to make this decision or how are we going to evaluate this versus that or whatever. We need metrics. And and we sat at the beginning of the company and we also continue to refine these things um, about like what are we about and what do we care about and what what makes us different from other people and what, you know, what is that what makes it actually worth Dan and me putting the work into this? Because like being a company owner can seem glamorous at times, but honestly it's a ridiculous amount of hard work and cost to yourself and to your family. Um, it's not it's not easy. What makes it worth it? Why are we doing this? What's the point of actually doing this? And then use those visions and use those goals to kind of make your decisions. And the same thing's true for side projects. You know, you know, a lot of people have ideas for side projects, but the thing is, side projects tend to be expensive. You know, at some point, you're going to be asked to do more on your side project than you are actually feeling like doing in that moment. And whether or not you go forward depends a lot on your goal and your visions for that side project. Is it just a fun thing to learn on? If so, then when it's no longer fun or you're no longer learning, you're going to drop it, which is fine. Is it a service you want to provide to the community? Well, then you you might be more likely to keep doing it when you don't want to do it, or you might pass it off to somebody else. You know, there's all these things, but basically like rather than just doing things and being unaware of our motivations for them, it is really valuable to pay attention to why you do something, what your goals are and what your vision is. Not just because like someone told you, well, you should have a vision that you're aiming towards. Cause I, I think that's BS. I don't care about that stuff. I mean, there, there's, there's good in those things, but you don't always need to like have a goal for something just in order to do it. The problem is it's not about the doing it up front. You're doing it because you're motivated to do it for whatever reason. But the, the bigger question is what happens when you don't feel like doing it? Or what happens when there's a conflict? Or what happens when it costs you more than you expected? Or what happens when somebody else comes along and their vision is different than yours and you haven't elocuted your vision? Well, then you might just submit to theirs because you haven't only really talked about it. Or you might not like it, but you might not be able to communicate why you don't like it. So the the ability to elocute, to distinguish and to share what your vision is and what your goals are and what your values are for whatever you're doing is going to help you, yes, in the the initial run, but it's going to help you most when there's some form of conflict. That's the metrics that you're going to be able to analyze those things about. So I hope that's helped somebody. Thanks for listening to the 5-Minute Geek Show. We're at 5-Minute Geek Show on Twitter, number 5, 5minutegeekshow.com, F-I-V-E. You can subscribe to us on iTunes via RSS. And if you like the show, rate it, uh, share it, um, 
I don't, I don't, I don't got anything else. Thanks. Until next time, Matt Stauffer, Five Minute Geek Show. You ready? on my lap. Okay. Can you say Five Minute Geek Show? Five Minute Geek Show. Say see you later. See you later, sweet potato.